Good morning, everyone, and welcome to day four of Kids and Corona. Um, today, we're going to look at um, the importance of planning. And while some of you might be rigorous planners and wonder why this session is for you, or some of you might be people who never plan and just let things happen and you're very relaxed, I'm going to cover two items that might um, influence you to review whether you need to plan or not. The title is Fail to Plan and Plan to Fail. It might not be your failure, it might be your children's failure to cope. So let's see how this works. The first item I want to look at is why it's important. And the second one is going to be a new look on planning and the best way of doing it. Why it's important is we all process information, facts, experiences, relationships in a different way. And one of the paradigms we can use to understand how we view things is in how our brain is processing the information. And in very easy to understand terms, we have two sides of the brain. We have a left and right side of the brain. And that influences everything we do in our lives. Left brainers like things in order, tell me to do it and I'll do it. What's the next thing? And I'll get on with it. Right brainers need the whole picture. Why are we doing this? What are we doing next? Where are we going, mummy? You know that kid in the back of the car when you're going on holiday and after 10 minutes is, are we there yet? And when are we going to be there? Sitting next to a child at the back who's happy, colouring, doing her own thing and will be happy when she arrives there. Those are the two different types of children that we have. Now, your bright brainers are going to feel nervous when they don't know what's coming next. What are we doing next? And failure to have a plan is going to aggravate that. They're going to turn into being nagging, naughty, pesky kids that actually could be resolved by having a plan. Now, you do, if you want, you can plan every hour, um, but you don't need to do that. At a minimum, children need to know maybe one activity in the morning and one activity in the afternoon. And it can be as simple as in the morning we're cleaning out these cupboards or this morning we're going to Tesco or going to Kosher Kingdom and this afternoon we're going to the park with a time. So children know that at 11 o'clock they're going out to the library they're expected to play on their own for a fixed amount of time, which is motivating. The second aspect of planning I want to look at is an aspect that's presented by a very famous writer called Stephen Covey. And his view on planning was actually, I found, transformational, which is starting with the end in mind. So don't sit with your plan thinking, what am I doing tomorrow and what am I doing the next day? Think in different categories, what do we want to achieve or do by the end of the week? Give yourself a seven-day or five-day plan. So maybe there are certain things you certainly want to achieve in Pesach cleaning. There are certain things you want to achieve in terms of maybe 
the children doing some some homework or some literacy or some numeracy or some career. You want them to to learn new skills. You want them to develop a new midder. Whatever it is, start with the end in mind. So today's Wednesday. By next Wednesday, I'd like Chaim to have gone over one parak of Chumash. That's the end. And then split it up with things along the way. And you can do that with anything and any way. It's motivating. It's helpful. Then your plan is not random. Have a really good day. And tomorrow we're going to look at coping with anxiety, yours and theirs. Have a really good day. Bye.